and we're starting. Hey guys, this is the Riz, and as you can see, there's Eamon and uh, Mad Mike, and it's Thursday. You know what that means. Mad Mike, make that annoying noise, please. The Midweek He gets off every time he does that, by the way. Every single time. Sometimes twice. It's messy. Ladies. So, um, which, so, so, start with the first show, probably. From the, uh, peanut gallery, which one would you like to start with first? Let's start, let's go in chronological order, because it also gauge our, I don't know what the proper term is, but gauge our reactions, as far as everything goes. So, No Surrender was this past week. There was, there, was definitely no, there was definitely no surrendering on our part. Oh, that's true. I, yeah. There, there, were, there were no submission decisions. Nope. No one surrendered. Not even the Samoa Joe one? Well, that's true, Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, he did, he did make. All right, so, so no surrender. So Samoa Joe followed the, so, follow the format. The one so, no, so, so Samoa Joe wins everything. The match, all the other matches are still going on. Yes. <laughs> Even so, about Royal. <laughs> one word to describe what you guys saw on Wednesday for TNA, Mad Mike. Hmm. My one word for TNA. Uh, fun. Fun. Well, I'm going with fun. Amen. Uh, if I could think of one word. Uh, it would be mixed. <laughs> mixed. As in my emotions for that night were mixed. Emotions. <laughs> I was going to say raw. <laughs> oh, okay. No, not, no, not, not in a good or bad sense. Are we talking in the sense of like like Monday Night Raw, or in the sense yes. of like food Raw, like Monday oh, Night Raw. Okay. Uh, I say this because I tuned in late. Uh huh. So what I thought to be was the main event in the middle of the mat, in the middle of the show, which then followed up with a Bram and Gunner match. Yes. Oh, the main event. oh wow! You all right? So you did not join at a good part of the show. <laughs> no, you did not. Okay, so, so before we go on, uh, one good thing for me was that the three-way tag match. The ladder match. The ladder match. Yes. Because again, gimmick matches save careers. <laughs> Tell me I'm Wait, lying. Hold In on. what way? In what way? Show me I'm I lying. I was gonna say I think Edge would disagree with that thing. I think Jeff Hardy would disagree with that. Technically, he's still wrestling, so he might not. Well, based on the bump he took in that match, the one bump that I actually—I will say—I did not. Show me a good match that doesn't involve tables. With Team 3D. Oh, I can show you uh, many. I think I think currently, 
Current? Oh, currently, no. But current they matches. But they don't team currently. You know, it's it's a matter of... No, current matches with Team 3D Those gimmick matches. They are, but I think that's that's more of a matter of nostalgia. Which is the Dudleys and the so, Hardys. This, this is what we. This is this is a good if, thing if about TNA, though. If, good, if, thing. If, good thing. It was good that they incorporated everything, and and they had three really good components going up against that in that ladder match. Uh, but you would think the ladder match would have been it. Yeah. It makes it makes the most sense considering the belts are literally hung. Yeah. And you have to grab them. Like that's the point of the match. Um And by the way, the Wolves picked uh Full Metal may- Mayhem. Yes. So all the matches. All of the matches. All of the matches. Um, I forget in a Full Metal Mayhem match is it just pinfall? I don't they keep changing it always. Okay. They always I, change it. Eamon, what is your one good thing? My one good thing uh, would be the main event um, between Bobby Roode and Bobby Lashley. Um, even though, and I think we've discussed it on the show before, is that we don't, the direction Bobby Lashley is taking is very weird in the fact that he's pretty much just beating everyone. Oh. And we lost Damon. Oh, I'm back. Sorry. No, he's back. He's back. I started. Back. I started. Back. Yeah, and then I realized nobody. It was funding because my internet was being weird. My point was, uh, the, the whole Bobby Lashley storyline has been kind of weird um, in the fact that he's been beating everyone cleanly, but I've been enjoying the fact that he's been beating everyone cleanly because he's been putting on some really good matches. Um, I've actually really been enjoying Bobby Lashley. Um, I, he comes off as a badass, and, and it works. Um, it's sort of the... It, I was very interested with the whole how they're incorporating the whole Bellator stuff but I think they're doing a pretty good job of it, honestly. Um, I, I think it's working out very, very well as far as making Bobby Lashley look like a dominant champion, and that's important sometimes. Yeah, I can agree there. Uh, Mad Mike, if, if you have anything to add to that, or what is your one good thing? Um, my one good thing I'm going to go with... Uh, Havoc. Havoc. I, I, and you know what? I, I know that the Knockouts Battle Royal was not the best match in the world. Was, was not. <laughs> I, I understand this. I've technically seen it twice now. Um, but I like what they're doing with Havoc. And what they're doing with Havoc, yes. Yeah, and but and I don't think there there is one part of that match that you guys wouldn't know because you weren't there. I give Rebel a hell of a lot of credit. Rebel for, looked like on it besides Havoc. Rebel looked like the most competent person in that match, well, and that Eamon, says something. Amen. <laughs> here's something you don't know about uh, her in that match. Earlier in the night, she wrestled like a six man, a six person tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not the one from last week, but a different one with the uh, with the menagerie. She fell on the stairs again and like split her leg open. Mm. Like like she got like a hardcore Holly cut. 
And this was prior to this match, prior to the battle. Yeah, this was, if you if you watch if you watch the battle royal again, you can see like a big gash on her leg. And then she does and, another. And basically, her elimination is her falling down the steel steps again, which yep. is kind of impressive. Yeah. Why is Rebel? I, I give her so much credit. I yeah, give why her is, so much credit? Why is Rebel becoming my favorite knockout now? Like that it's, and the tag you know match. Why? And the tag match from last week, she showed like she, like she seemed confident. She seemed more I, confident than Velvet Sky, who's been wrestling for twelve years. I can I can answer that question for you. Because she's new. Because you get oh, do we lose Amy again? No, no, I'm back. No, I'm back. I'm listening. Okay, now. you're just quiet because you're. I, I, in, in I, I all wanted my to hear you. Right now, I wanted to hear um, your point. He. You like Rebel because she's new. You don't like... Nobody really is... Everybody's starting to hate most of the knockouts because they are the same knockouts that we've seen five years from now. Right. Five but, years ago. Ten years I think that plays a part. It's not directly because of that. It's because you can tell they're just going through the motions. Because they're going to no, for but, it. They don't care. Are they? Are they? <laughs> but you know, they're not getting benefits, but they're getting paid. That's an, I mean, that's a total, that's another story for another day. Um, but Daphne. Um, yeah. Um, I I will say though, I as much as yeah, I like how they're they're handling havoc. I don't think in that battle royal she got to show what she can actually do. Um, which because it was very much just like I'm going to throw you over the top rope, and that's it. Like it wasn't. It wasn't that special to me. It wasn't as special as her like choke slamming security guards last week. So, all right, now we got the good out of the way. Let's go with what TNA likes to do. Well, what, what we think TNA likes to do most of the time. Uh, Eamon, what is your one bad thing about TNA? Oh God, um, I literally, I'm trying to think back because there was a, there was some okay stuff. There wasn't a lot of stuff that really... <laughs> yeah, well, I got but, a good one, though. Go ahead. There yeah. wasn't a lot of stuff I really enjoyed, necessarily, but there, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't bad. Um, God, that's a really good question, actually. Probably Bram Gunner. Just because it's two guys that are just... I, I can't remember who said it. I think it may have been Danielle in her Best of Worst report. But show any, like... Got person that's never watched TNA before that match. Would they have been entertained? Nope. <laughs> no. No. They, they don't have an interest. They wrestle like like 2006 FCW guys. Like they're 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 not interesting at all. And they look the same. And the only interesting thing is they are the same person. They are exactly the same. One has a British accent. Any or Walesian? I forget. Whatever it is. But uh, but yeah, I I'm gonna do something we rarely rarely do. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, second that motion. You you're joining me with my. With I'm my joining voice? you with the Bram wow. motion. Bram really? and Gunner. Really? Like I said, there wasn't a lot of bad. There was. Just oh, bad. there was. There were. Oh, two big well, bad here's things. here's where the bad gets worse. Hmm. During that Bram and Gunner match. The hashtag oh, yes. was hashtag Joe versus Homicide. Nice. That's good. Even they don't care. They don't care anymore. Uh, this, this again. This wasn't this, this wasn't the first time they've done it. Uh, they put up a 
the Rude versus Lashley hashtag for let's say a DJ Z segment or match. Possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no no real possibility in anything that match has done to solidify my hate, my like for Gunner or my hatred for Bram. Mm-hmm. Or, and for that matter, my uh, care for Sam Shaw. That's it. Uh, Mad Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have a different one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I really do. And um, I didn't pick this up when I was there live, mainly because we couldn't hear some of the in-ring promos because people were being loud. Mm-hmm. Um, they really better not be calling Chris Melendez the Wounded Warrior. They kind of are. <laughs> they kind of no, are. They kind of are. I have so, so many issues with that. Like, you want to call him the American hero, Chris Melendez? Fine. That's fantastic. Can't. That can't. No, no, you can. You can't. You can't. There's, there's another one there. There's there's one in TNA right now. I'm pretty sure he would yield that nickname. No, he would not. No, he would not. You don't no, know he her. would yield that nickname because come November, he ain't going to fucking be there. Probably. He's Kurt Angle, damn it. No, but... That man will hold on to anything. Just everything Kenny King said and did, like, it's not even to the point where he was a heel. He passed that line. Mm-hmm. Do you think... They they very but I will say they very much did on commentary like Taz and Mike Tanay being like they they basically painted him as Satan. Yes. For what he but, was doing. But Kenny King can say whatever he wants about ladies of the evening and women in general, mm-hmm. and they don't bat an eye. They're like, oh, that's the king of the night. But. He says, like, not even as bad things about Chris Melendez, and they're like, they, they get into their 9-11 voices. Like, they're just like, no, yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah. you're in a front no, of this country. You, you need to be deported. All, would you? No. Like, oh. But, that's, that, but then that goes back into how TNA considers, you know, women as opposed to considering, you know, more victims than that. Which, it's fine. But, you know, it's whatever. You know, you... you I, my thing is, I don't see how this Chris Melendez thing is going to go past the New York City tapings. Oh, no. I. Uh, he's a perfectly fine wrestler. He's not a great wrestler. He's not a captivating wrestler. I don't see people getting into it. And I still don't. And plus, now we have Mr. Anderson coming into it, which, great. Yeah. We, all needed, we all needed that. Um, <laughs> seriously, why didn't they pair him off with Gunner? No idea. See, like, that, no like idea. Gunner, like, you could have Sam Shaw and Chris Melendez be a really interesting tag team. Gunner wasn't even out there for the introduction, and he is an actual war hero. And Gunner talked about a friend who lost his leg in battle. And he was getting ready in one of his in one of his little promo things with Sam Sam Shaw. Where Shaw was, he was getting dressed up in his fatigues. To go out and do something for TNA. But no, we got to have Bully Ray and Mr. Anderson out in the same ring, because that doesn't fucking, you know, well, slap in the face your fans to actually pay attention to storylines more than fucking two months in the past. But, Eamon, it makes more sense if you realize that Mr. Anderson hates his own children. 
That's true. <laughs> and on that lovely, lovely note, uh, man, man, Mike, what's one? St- oh, never mind. What, what is your one thing you would change? My one thing I would change. Um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a mulligan and say I would change two things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would, I would shave Manic's head. <laughs> yes. Shave Manic's head or put a top on the mask because I didn't notice it live. In per- live in person, I thought it looked really cool. On TV, it does not look as good as I thought it did. Because can, I just want to say for the viewers out there, um, weeks before, because we, when they started to do the Manic stuff, Mag was like, oh, yeah, you should check it out. It's going to be really cool when it happens. And he took off his hood, <laughs> revealed his mask, and I just started laughing. Yeah, I um, like like. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna ju- I'm just gonna chalk it up to miscommunication. I don't know. I that is hilarious to me. <laughs> well, it's because I was like I was back in the crowd, and you know you don't get the zoomed in footage of people, so right. it just looked like the top of the mask was black. Okay. I didn't realize that was his hair. Once I saw that, I'm like, oh, that just looks really odd and, uh, and awkward. But the but hood it, looks really cool, too. It does. I like the hood. I, I think it's just weird that, like, this... The I, One, we have no clue where this whole James Storm thing is going, but I under... Like, the Muda thing made sense, because it was basically bringing out a dark side in Zanata and the way he would turn on his trainer. Mm-hmm. This one was just like, I'm going to give you a new mask and a new bodysuit. It's going to be blue. Because blue I, means evil. <laughs> I don't care. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it looks but, fine. I just don't understand yeah. the story. But uh, the other thing I would change is um, I'd put EC3 on the show because, spoiler oh. alert, he's probably not going to be on next week either. I was going to say, that, that was actually going to be the, the one thing I would change. Uh, no EC3, no Rockstar Spud, no Bro. Spud- Spud might be on next week. Spud might be on next as, as far as this week goes. No EC3, no Spud, no bromance. Like, my favorite things were not on the show. And and, and that disappoints me. And you... Well, could... I, I, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm not going to spoil it. If what I saw was taped for Impact and not for Explosion, Spud next week is going to be fantastic. It's going to be one of our good points of the show. I mean, you don't you don't even have to tell me twice. I mean, Rockstar Spud. Yeah, Spud's on. It's, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, um, it's a good time. So that was one. Uh, that was your one thing you would change, Eamon? Yeah. Yeah, that would be my one thing. What is yours, Riz? Oh. How about during that main event? That mm. good main event. We've talked about that main event. We left out the part where, you know, the the referee, Mr. Brian Hebner, tosses out... Did did he toss out both MVP and Kenny King? I think, from what I remember. Yes. At the same time? Yes. Then I think the announcers messed up. Because they were saying, like, MVP was the only one that was gone. Because Kenny King comes out later. He came back. Yeah. So, but my theory so, is, like, like, why is that not a disqualification? Exactly. There needs to, like, 
I know WWE does it. I know WWE sometimes does that. But they don't really though. No, they don't. When people no, get ejected, they stay ejected. Unless the referee gets referee, bumped. They generally don't come back. Unless the referee gets bumped and doesn't yeah. see it. Yeah. You know. This, this, was this time, this was a rare Brian Hebner bumpless match. And yet, Kenny King came out. Arrogant cut him off, but the fear, but like that, if you rejected, that means you can't come back. And in theory, if you came back, that would be just well. You're rejected. Exactly. I don't know. The continuity effect in <laughs> TNA is baffling. What is that thing, Riz? Why, why, why do we care about continuity? We just want to see. No, we're see not. We're people. not. Getting, we're not getting in people. The, we like that. Yes, yeah, same people every damn show. Yep. You guys want to talk about some okay. f- good stuff? Well, hold on. Oh, no, no, no. That's right, that's right. Um, I remember last week we were having this discussion. Yes, uh, compare No Surrender to TakeOver. TakeOver wins. I prefer TakeOver. Uh, TakeOver wins. No, no. There were some, there were some fine matches on No Surrender. I'm gonna say it's close. I bet it's closer Bruce than both you expected it to be. It's it's a no. No surrender has some really good matches. I, I, if you're into like the ladder match sort of stuff, and I would encourage people to seek out Bobby Roode, Bobby Lashley. It's a good match. It didn't make me feel the things that Takeover made me feel. Takeover did a better job of making give, making me invested. Train I was not invested. In, I was not invested in TNA. For those keeping at score, Eamon felt very weird. I didn't, feel, I didn't feel weird. No! Excuse me. You were putting words in my mouth. The, the, the Charlotte Bailey match and the main event made me feel like emotions. And it, and it got me on the edge of my seat. And, and, it, and it, made me feel for, it made me feel for the characters in the storyline. Um, TNA doesn't do that for me. Because TNA isn't focused on storytelling. It isn't focused on characters, in my opinion. They, they, they don't do long-term storytelling. They don't do... All that stuff. The the main event is really good as a wrestling match, and the ladder match is great if you love nostalgia and you love crazy hardcore ladder matches. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was takeover, but it was pretty close. Like honestly, if the if the Chris Melendez Kenny King segment had gone differently, I might have given it to No Surrender, probably because I was there live, but. Mm. But uh, yeah, takeover was be- takeover was better. Mm. Um, Speaking of NXT, ah, so so for those of you who would like to stay on for the NX- for the NXT one, thank you for staying. Uh, for those of you who are leaving, please enjoy the ride, and uh, we'll see you next time on the TNA after showish type thing. Uh, so NXT. <laughs> NXT. Uh, what is your one word, Eamon? Um, wrestling. Yes. I'll explain it. I'll explain it. No, 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 no. no. I think later. In, in my good, I'll explain it. One word. One word, my mic. One word. I will go with. <laughs> Riz. Riz, what's your one word? 
I hate you. I hate you, Mad Mike. That's a lot of words. <laughs> uh, no, but mine is friend of the Riz. P I T U S Titus. Okay. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Titus O'Neil so, is pretty great. He is. Uh, so Eamon. Mm-hmm. What is uh, your one good thing about NXT this week? This uh, week. This week, there was a lot of good stuff on NXT this week. Um, if I do have to pick one, you know, I will just, I mean, just to steal it right now, it would be the main event. Uh, the tag match between Neville and, or Neville and Zayn against Titus O'Neil and Tyson Kidd. Very fun match. Um, uh, I think those guys are real. I mean, they're, they're really underrated. A lot of them are really, especially the team of like Tyson and Titus, very underrated for what they can do. And I think they got a chance to showcase it in this match. Um, there was some really fun stuff in here. I love the tension that they're building with Neville and Zayn. Uh, I would assume leading to an eventual NXT title match. Uh, but and, and luckily they have a ways to go, obviously, until the next special. Uh, so they're doing some smaller storyline stuff. Like, I'm assuming since you know Tyson pinned the NXT champion, there will be a title match there down the line. So there's stuff, there's stuff going on in between you know, the... Um, the, um, the the eventual, what should be the eventual lead-up to the storyline, which is Neville versus Zayn. And I think when that match happens, it's going to be amazing, and I can't wait for it. Okay. All right. Man, Mike. My one good thing is Carmella. Yes. Carmella is coming to NXT, I assume. Oh, my God. The... The best thing that could have happened to Enzo and Big Cass is to end up with a really, 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 really Italian Queens chick as their valet. <laughs> they are saying it's, which I, I don't know if they really came across in the the the, the uh, hair salon video, but apparently is Enzo's sister. So I like, yeah, like yeah. that they I like that they have a character that <laughs> is a relative of another character, and it's not just somebody they're bringing in with this gimmick. Like, I, I I mean, I love that they have a, a sort of backstory. And you know? I assume Big Cass wants to t- date her. Assumingly. I, I assume. I assume because uh, I'm, I'm sure Carmella doesn't make him S-A-W-F-T. So... I said it before they could make the joke. Uh, but, uh, you know, honestly, I actually hear some really good things about her from developmental... Uh, She's assumedly. I mean, from what from all the reports I've heard, she's the next to have been right up to the actual NXT show. So, I'll be I'll be interested to see what she does. She can throw a medicine ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, um, Riz, what's your good thing? My one good thing. No loose ends. Whoa. No. Huh? No Mojo Raleigh. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. And no bull density. I'm shocked that was your good thing. I'm shocked. But but also the Kenta match. Okay. Yeah, yes. Great, 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 there it is. There it is. The what? Wait. Was it the... Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami. Itami, yeah. The Itami match. I saw, I saw 
I saw Justin Gabriel get kicked in the face hard. A lot. <sighs> He's going to... Why is he... <laughs> I guess for nine ninety nine, it's going to be so much for Japan to get... <sighs> but he needs to be up in WWE now. No, 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 no. no. I th- I, but no, I think it was a great introduction. I think Gabriel was the perfect guy to put him against. Um, side note, if people have not read on WWE.com the transcripted sit-down interview, uh, sort of roundtable with Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, uh, Kenta, Prince Devitt, and Kevin Steen, you should absolutely read it. Um, Kevin Steen trolls so hard, it's not even does. funny. They also touch on some really good points, I think, as well. about I really love to talk about um, how Sami Zayn's happy that, you know, he, you know he's, he's of Arab descent, but when they go to, when he wrestles in front of an Arab country, he doesn't have to be the Arab guy. Like, same with, like, Kevin Steen talking about, you know, the fact that he does, his first language is France, or is French, excuse me, but um, he doesn't have to be the French guy. Right. Um, I, I I think that I think it's a really good interview and it's something people should check out. All right. Um, Mad Mike. Mm-hmm. What is? Wait, do we start with Mad Mike before, or do we start with Eamon? We started with me. But... Okay. Mad Mike. Yes. What is your one bad thing about this NXT? Where the fuck are the VOD villains? It's an hour show, buddy. You can't I get don't care. <laughs> I don't care, Eamon. Eamon, I don't care. We didn't need to see Baywatch versus uh, Baron Corbin again. We didn't need to see that shit. I, 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 I need, I need some grayscale in my life. I need a Barker. I, I need, I need some squats. I need a mustache. Um, and and where? Where this is two weeks in a row, this is two weeks in a row that we haven't had the Von Villain. So where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are mine? They? Mine is actually kind of close to yours. Okay. You want to go with yours then, Ness? Where the fuck was Tyler Breeze? This is what I'm saying, guys. There's a lot of stuff. There's so much you can fit in now. Okay. Well, no, no Tyler no, Breeze. No. I understand because no, no, no he had a big. But I he, wasn't, he wasn't going to be part of the the main event, so I understand that. I get that. But, but why not? I'm sure you'll see him next week. Okay, that's the difference. What is he doing? There's a lot of people. Okay, if you want to look at the scope, there's a lot of people on the NXT roster right now. Like you can't. It's very interesting. I, you can't have the same people every week, and I kind of like that in a sense because when people do show up, it means more. You know. Like, when the Vaude villains assumingly show up next week or whenever, you're going to be excited. And same with Tyler Breeze. And, and you know, it, it's 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 all in the plan. It's all in the plan, guys. Eamon, before I meet you, what is your one What is your one bad thing? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to see you. Mine, I'm going to sort of twist it. My thing is sort of a bad thing, but it's more of a sad thing. Um, Ours were sad things, too, Eamon. I, yes, I know. Eamon. I know, but it's not How directly like a bad thing thing. Um, the the women's match on NXT this week is really good. But... Yeah. Back, yay. Um, the, NXT, the women's title match on NXT is really good. Um, however, 
Um, it's so interesting to see how much Emma has lost her lost her luster in front of the NXT crowd now that she's been on Raw. Like, it's, like do you the think stuff, like the stuff that the crowds they kind of pop for her entrance and then eh. she kind of do some of the same stuff she used to do in NXT and the crowd didn't care. Like, do you think it was because she was in WWE or do you think it was because she has been off of WWE for so long? Yeah. Because I, remember, we're talking about Emma. She I have a question. I have a legitimate question. I forget if was um were there bubbles in her entrance? There, yes, was. there was. Okay. Because I I do not remember seeing bubbles. The only all. thing is she didn't poke the bubbles though. But she's just I mean nowadays she's just been wrestling on superstars against you know Cameron or whoever like. So it's uh, it's amazing. Don't bring up Cameron's name again in this podcast, you son. Sorry, sorry, I, I apologize. Um, but my damn podcast. It is interesting to see how much she's kind of lost a bit of her luster, uh, and how Charlotte still is is sort of like taken over in a sense. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> also, Charlotte's fucking a fucking beast heel. I, I know I say that every week, but good god, like I love I love how she does her character throughout. Like, did you notice, like, afterwards, her, like, ordering the referee to get her her belt and all that stuff, and, like... She's a flare! Yeah, just the little things. The little things are really good. It's her job to be that awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, moving on to the one thing I would change. Uh, besides, you know, Tyler Breeze thing. Um... I don't know if I would have had Titus O'Neil. Really? I mean, I know, I know, I know he hinted at uh, NXT thing I, I during Takeover. Yeah, but I don't think it was necessary for him. You don't like you don't like the Gator inside the Gator. Would you prefer? No, I, 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 honest, honest question. I, honest. I might, no, no, no. Honest question: Would you but, have preferred uh, Heath Slater? Because I, because yes. I would prefer Heath Slater. <laughs> I, I, I would prefer Heath Slater, and I'm sorry I said that because he, because Titus O'Neil does follow me on Twitter. He does. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I. Because as good as that main event was, was as, good, there. as good as that main event was, put Heath Slater instead of Titus O'Neil in that tag match, and that match would have fucking ruled. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. Um, that crowd or you just have it. Slater Gator versus Neville and Zane. That would have been super fun, too. You could. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have Slater be in the crowd. That would have been make it better. Making making dog noises. Yeah, making like the yelpy dog noise. Um, Eamon? Thinking I would change about NXT this week. Huh. It was also... I mean, there was a good... There wasn't a lot of stuff that would be changeable. Even the announce team, and the, the announce team had Alex Riley on it, and it was still pretty good. Like, um, Alex Riley's good. I'm sorry, he's good. He, he's, we give him a lot of he, shit for the stuff he's done. But he used to he used to not be good, but he's 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 getting better. Um, I, I that's a really good question. Want me to come back to you? Yeah, come back to me. Maybe on Mike. Yeah. Okay. Um, one thing I'd change from this week, I uh, would 
make William Regal not be Teddy Long. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're just going to have Regal there to be Teddy Long, because right now, you tell me William Regal is the GM of a show, I'm going to watch. Then you show me the two segments he's been in where he had, where he has actually had to generally manage the show, <laughs> and he's been horrible. Like, I wouldn't say... Well, no, he hasn't made a single decision. He's made tag matches. He made tag matches. He hasn't made, made, he hasn't made big decisions. <laughs> He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't. Like he hasn't really done anything. Like you could have anyone in this role. You could have. Yeah. You could have Jason Albert do this and and put Regal back on commentary. I, I I will say that's that's the one thing I would change. Uh, I much as I'm cool with Regal being the GM, I do miss him on commentary. There was something just so special about William Regal on commentary. Because he was just being himself. And, and and he did an amazing job of just... That's I mean, the thing. Like, the, the, he, he could take an ordinary match and make it something Storytelling and everything. He is, he is the constant professional. Um, <laughs> so, with that being said, who wins? Was it No Surrender this week? Or was it NXT this week? Uh, I'm gonna go with NXT um, because of just the, uh, the quality of matches. I think was really great. The Kenta debut, the, t- the main event tag match was really great. Uh, the women's match was great. Um, I even like the Baron Corbin squash, even though it's pretty, it was pretty much a repeat of Takeover. But it, I mean, it's so cool to see Baron Corbin wreck stuff. Um, and, yeah. yeah, that's my pick. Mad Mike, TNA, TNA all the way. Um, despite my issues with the Kenny King thing, the latter match was amazing. Um, the Bobby Roode, Bobby Lashley match was fantastic. Uh, that uh, NXT, like the main event on NXT was fine, but it was a lot of Sami Zayn getting beat down. It was kind of boring. Like the beginning was great. The finish was great. The middle was very middling to me. Like it, it, it didn't have any... It, it was a severe step down from TakeOver, in my opinion. Because this is supposed to be like the Raw after a pay-per-view. And it kind of fell flat for me. Okay. Um, this... Th- this is hard because... Um, honestly, I can't pick one. To me, this seemed this was pretty evenly keeled. But if if there was a gun to my head, and thankfully there's not, gun to your um, head, Riz. Gun. gun to my head. Since we're doing the TNA gut check. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, you're Bruce Pritchard. I'm Bruce Pritchard today. And I would. I would slightly give the edge to NXT. Oh. But you have a minute of to kick out, man, Mike. I <laughs> was on TNA with my Wrestling Mayhem show shirt. That's very nice. That's awesome. But, you know. <laughs> rabble, 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 NXT. Um, all right. I'm, sorry, <laughs> but, I'm sorry, but that can't today be you. 
Yeah, yeah, the, I, I, I the, the face a lot. It's Hawa. It's Hawa. It's Hawa. Say his name right, Eamon. Or Itami. You're supposed to be the indie guy. Say his name right. First of all, it's Itami, not Itawa. So whatever. Itami. Yeah. It would have been better if Justin Gabriel forgot he was a heel on his entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, thank you to Mad Mike at Mad Mike four eight eight. Three. Three. I was right. <laughs> Three is his job. Sork kept on saying my it was eight, eight, it's, seven. It's, it's, it's my birthday. It's pretty easy to remember. Sork said it was 887. Eight, I said it was 883. Eight, I'm right. He's wrong. Eamon 2, please. 2. Not Wait, did he two, say it was Eamon 7, please? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I am at the Riz. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the uh, what their midweek war. Uh, we are here every Thursday night, and we are on the super feed of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. If you're interested, uh, is that just on iTunes or is that just everywhere? It's everywhere, I believe. It's there. We're everywhere. We're we're even on iHeartRadio, I think, somewhere, Spreaker, Stitcher, stuff like that. But we know, but I do know that the Wrestling Mayhem show, proper, is on every Tuesday around about 9 o'clock on the live.circuitronmedia.com. Uh, just check us out. We talk about wrestling sometimes. Uh, most of the time, it's just talking about, you know, lunchbox. Um, <laughs> and with that, for Mad Mike, for Eamon, I am Chris. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>